hearing your birth story, it's like, this is like a key component of who you are as a woman. And so hearing this and like thinking about hearing other women's birth stories, like it makes me want to be more respectful. Hey everybody, welcome to Love the Nilsons. I'm Thomas. My name is Alyssa. And we're here to share our story. Discuss relationships. Talk about raising our kids. Be advocates for mental health. Share our faith. And whatever else life may throw our way. Let's do this. Woo! Welcome back for another episode of Love the Nilsons. We have had a little break here. Um, Our last podcast episode um was right before our little girl was born and uh we thought we'd maybe just take a little uh podcast break you know we planned to we knew we were gonna have a baby we knew we'd have a little break but and we um, and we had a little break just a little bit bigger of a break we uh had a a big break for a a lot of a lot of big things that (laughs) we had happen um, I mean, if you've been following along on our Instagram, you know that our sweet uh, little girl was born. Her birthday is March 31st, um, and everything was fantastic, and that's what this podcast is going to be. We're going to talk about how um, beautiful her birth was and just how she came into this world. Because that was great. Yeah, but then after that... Uh, Y'all that have been following along know yeah. about some of the health issues complications that followed yeah uh, the birth and we'll talk about that in another episode but this one to kind of get us back in the in the groove of podcasting we thought it would be fun to talk about something a little bit uh, more positive and happy i mean our life has been what it is and we're here for (laughs) real and you know not filtering things but that's why we'll we'll talk about it another time but for now let's talk about March 30th at about 8.45 p.m. (laughs) What happened? Can I say the quote that you said? Yeah, go ahead. So, are we getting ready for bed? No, that was too early. Maybe we're just getting ready to watch a show or something. Just getting our PJs. Getting ready for... Kids were asleep. To come down, maybe watch a show or something. And I'm in the bathroom. Alyssa's in the bathroom. And she says, Thomas, come smell this. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, what are we talking about? And on the ground, there was liquid. Um, Alyssa thought her water broke. Her water's never broken before on its own. Like, so this is yeah, like a so new experience. Yeah, so just as a reminder, this is our third kid. We have two little boys. We have a five-year-old. And then our second one's going to turn three here soon. And I've never had my water break to start labor. My labor has always just started with contractions and then that's what's taken me into the hospital. My Our first one was born at 37 weeks. Just felt like coming early and shocking us. Our second one was 38. And now for this third one, again, I was 38 weeks. But I've never had my water break, like, before having to go to the hospital. Like, it always broke in the hospital. So, yeah. yeah so, back to you. I thought, I wondered if my water had broke, but I never experienced it. And I just was, you know... Thought maybe it just accidentally peed a little. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I still don't understand. I and admittedly, I don't understand at all how that would feel or the concept. But like to me, I'm like, you would know if you peed, right? I mean, but, you have like a baby trampolining on your bladder, so it's like you never know. Like a little pee might come out. Who knows? But 
Next but, thing you know. So I I think I ended up smelling it. I was kind of grossed out. <laughs> I was like, no, it's fine. It's your water. Let's go. Because, like, previous two kids, I had to, like, practically drag Alyssa out no, the door. No, you did not. Well, you were skeptical. You didn't want to be the person that showed up and they're yeah, like, no, that's, that you don't want to, you're not in labor yet. Yeah. So I, it took some convincing for our first two to get you to go in. I was in a, I was in a good amount of pain for the first one. The second one, I was just like, oh, we're good. And he you was just born. said the first one for both of those. Sorry, the Which second one. one? About? The second one, I was like, oh, I'm good. I'm not in that much pain. And uh, As she's curled in a ball in our stairs. And then he was born couple hours after getting to the yeah. hospital so anyway so. her water broke i think i ended up smelling it I was like you know what that's not pee <laughs> um and so i'm like way more prone to be like let's get our butts to the hospital here so even then you were like well and then i think you eventually were like yeah let's, let's just go so then i knew i was like okay now i know but also, you've been trying to, back, to, to backtrack. Too. Well, to backtrack a little bit, like I had already been having contractions, like on and off, for a good amount of the day. And so, when Thomas got off work, I said, "I think I might be going into labor. Let's take our boys to the butterfly museum so that we can um, walk around and get them out of ha- the house, and also have like one fun last little family date." So we went to this butterfly museum and we walked around and I was having contractions probably every like 15 minutes or so while we were there and nothing intense. Like I was able to keep walking around and stuff. Um, But I did send a text to my midwife while we were there like, hey, um, yeah, I'm not sure if this is going anywhere, but I just kind of wanted to let you know this could be happening tonight. So then, yeah, fast forward a few hours later, my water breaks And so I text her and I was like, I think my water just broke. And so then she responded with kind of a couple questions and then was like, yeah, you should probably head in. And she knew your history with the previous two Yeah, with how quick quick our second one was born. She's like, yeah, you should probably head in. But, you know, priorities. We had to get some snacks and stuff like like that. I needed to fuel. I was hustling around. I needed to fuel up. So we got some smoothies and some other, I don't know what else we grabbed. And then snacks for the hospital. So, yeah, then we had it in the drive. We got our neighbor to come over to watch the boys. So our boys were well taken care of. They were asleep. So we had it in. And honestly, like, my contractions didn't change too much. They were pretty, like, they were a little more consistent. But I really wasn't in that much you walked into um, the hospital on your own like yeah. the other two times i think i didn't get wheelchairs both times yeah. for sure first second one i think you'd like stop every contraction yeah and then, like, our first two in. i was like in heavy labor but this one i just was like yeah it's the first time you ever signed your own here papers for a baby like my water broke in. yeah it was just like it was so odd and they took us right into labor and delivery room number one. Oh yeah i forgot um and sure enough checked my water had broken and honestly so that was like 9 30 ish give or take we got to the hospital at 9 30 i think and for the next few hours we just hung out you had to do what, what was, do they call it intermittent monitoring yeah, like yeah every 30 minutes they came in and checked just because things were looking fine so they'd come in every 30 minutes yeah. and put the monitor on check you for five minutes and then if things were fine like that was the end of it yeah so this time around, I did not have an epidural, and that was a choice I made beforehand because with our second one, I didn't really get a choice because I progressed so quickly, and I I had an epidural, but it was for just, you know, a few minutes at the end there, so it didn't really 
help much. I was just mentally and physically not prepared whatsoever. So that was like the plan this time is I wasn't um, going to have one because I just assumed my labor would be super quick like the other times. And so I just had to be mentally prepared. So a lot different though with my water breaking and we're seriously just hanging out and the intermittent monitoring was super nice because I didn't have to be just like in bed. I could just kind of walk around the room, hang out. They even brought in a big exercise ball. So you watched the show or two? Yeah, we watched some shows. And you're con- it's not like your contractions no. even really picked up at all. I was pretty like You'd still good. have them yeah. about the same like space in between. Uh-huh. But-, but and I was, yeah, I was in pretty mild pain. Like it really, it was so different than the two other times. So we just hung out. It was kind of nice. I mean, it was slow moving, but then by probably 1130, close to midnight, um, the nurse was like, okay, um, so your midwife's just wondering, like, basically why the heck is this taking so long just because it had been so fast for number two and in those last couple hours i hadn't really progressed much at all which dilated much more yeah Yeah. which honestly wasn't that surprising because i wasn't really in that much pain so we decided at that point to just lay down because it was midnight and we were tired. They got you like a ball to like put in between your legs and lay on your side, yeah. right? So I asked, yeah, I asked for those of you who know the nice big uh, peanut ball that you can uh, rest your legs on. So we decided to rest. Thomas laid on the couch, had some nice uh, snores start up. Barely. And I laid in bed. I mean, I was still having contractions consistently, so I didn't fall asleep, but it was nice to just kind of lay down and rest for a little bit. And then around 12:30, so at this point it's now March 31st. Mm-hmm. So 12:30, Thomas is getting a nice 5-minute nap on the couch. Um I'm in the bed and Mind, let's remind you, my water had broken at home, but it was just a slow trickle. It was nothing like the movies where it's like a big gush and, you know, someone squeezes a water bottle out. That's what it looks like. Not at all like that. So I'm laying in bed. My water exploded again. And it, that time it was not, like not the again. This no, was exploding yeah. the first time. It broke, it broke again. again. This time it was like the water bottle exploded. Yeah, like I... It, like, made me gasp, and I thought, like, a water balloon had, like, popped inside of me. Bed all yeah, wet. it didn't hurt. Like, it wasn't painful or anything, but I, like, I woke up Thomas because within, like, a minute or two, I had the most intense contraction. I was like, oh, boy. And luckily, it just so happens my midwife had woken up a bit before that, and she's like, all right, it's been a while. Like, I'm just going to head into the hospital and so she got there. I don't know exactly when, within a Shortly 10 minutes. Shortly after, yeah. Like super. 10, 15 minutes after that yes, second break. Which was great because at that point, contractions were every couple minutes and very, Strong. very intense. Yeah, like super, super intense. So and it was, at that point, it was game on. Oh, it yeah. Was, it, was it was like, happening. yeah, I, this baby was like ready to come out. What so. was happening now is what I imagine was going to be happening after your water broke at home which is what i think everyone was like concerned about which is why we your midwife hurried. was like get to the hospital yeah she thought what was happening now was yeah. going to be happening at home so we're glad that my water didn't explode at home or else we would have maybe had a baby on the side of the road but but yeah so this happened and it was like intense and mind you i was dilated to a four if you're interested in the dilation numbers um i was at like i think a three 
barely or a four? You just said four. I know, but now I'm now I can't remember. I think it was Three? a four. Four sounds familiar. And they, it was like a generous four. They're like, maybe we'll give you a four. Yeah, it was but like, like, for sure three, maybe four. But like, they were just kind of being nice to me because I had already been like having contractions for a few hours. So I was like barely at a three or four at 1230. And contractions were intense. And this is also my first time 100% no epidural. The second time So was, you're feeling it. Second time was like 90%. <laughs> this time I was like 100 but I will tell you, I am very proud of myself. I stayed present the whole time. Like, I never, like, my mind never drifted away to, like, you know, somewhere else because I was in so much pain and just, like, wanted it to end. I actually never even thought, like, I can't do this. I was pretty, like, aware. I stayed pretty present. That's not to say I wasn't a... Uh, in a lot of pain and pretty loud. Well, yeah, and but, it's, you say that, and I'll, I'll just back that up too. I'm extremely biased, obviously, but I am crazy proud of you because <laughs> you, I mean, throughout this next hour of when the real, real, real labor was Intense. going on, like we had our eyes locked on each other for mm-hmm. like a lot of that time. Cause mm-hmm. I was just trying to help you to breathe and like yeah. keep like low breaths and keep on keeping your mind present. And man, I am proud of this girl. Let everybody listening know that this girl <laughs> is a tough cookie, man. Like yeah. she was there, she was present. And like she said, there was never a moment where she looked at me and said, I can't do this. She looked at me like despairingly a couple times. Like this hurts really bad. <laughs> but, you know, like between the two of us, I think we worked really hard and kept her very present. Yeah. I think we, we did. I really, I mean, the, uh, I'm not going to say we did. Thomas did a great sorry. job. No, 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 no. I am, <laughs> no, he really did. You were such a all, good support, though. All, I was a support. I'm not at all going to include myself in the actual pain that you were experiencing because that and, was not me no you were amazing though and like side note on that too um oh, anyone... i had my list oh yeah. Yeah. yeah i had a list that Alyssa <laughs> had written down of things to tell her things to do just literally a handwritten note and i had it in my back pocket and like when she was well sometimes like jokingly i'd take it out so you could see it but yeah. like, other times like i had it in the palm of my hand and i was like reading it like hey okay just stay present like our deep low breaths <laughs> the, the sounds coming out of dude me and the midwife diana we were we sound like probably a pack of gorillas <laughs> in there between me and diana and, and you me. we were just constantly the animal noise <laughs> it was hilarious but it worked it worked like the i think it helped is... like oh. one of the things you had written down was like breathe the baby down yeah and oh. like i think that it's it helped you oh, yeah. a lot. But yeah, so I mean, this is now like my third time giving birth. And so I was very specific with you beforehand of like, this is what I do want you to do. This is what I don't want you to she do. She had her do's and No, toes. really. <laughs> this is what like I want you to say to me. Like I literally That's had That's why phrases. I had to refer to this. It's not like yeah. you're like, Thomas, very... just memorize what she wanted you to say. No, no it was very specific. I just was, because I just was very clear and it was super helpful. Like... And let me tell you, if your wife tells you to do something and she's pushing a baby out, man, you just do it. You do it because you and you did that to her. So like, you owe it to her to say what she wants you to say to help her get that baby out. You're the most amazing thing that's ever graced this earth, or whatever it is that you gotta hear. Just I think one of the things too that like was like on a more serious note. Like I feel like I don't remember if there's anything specific that was written on that note. Like that helped 
mean to remind you, but like, I think what helped you most was like the empowering feeling. Mm -hmm. I don't know. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like a lot of the things I was told to tell you, like surrounded, like you being strong, Mm -hmm. you like you are a strong woman. And like, that's why like, I don't know, like hearing you talk about this birth story now, like it's just like eye-opening in a way for me because like you hear women talk about their birth stories all the time (laughs) and like oftentimes you're like okay yeah like you can make a joke with like the husband like oh yeah I bet you were that couch was really uncomfortable or whatever (laughs) but like hearing your birth story it's like this is like a key component of who you are as a woman and so hearing this and like thinking about hearing other women's birth stories like it makes me want to be more respectful when I hear birth stories now because like I know sometimes they're told in an entertaining way or just like to tell a story, but like at the end of the day, like that's a really, really empowering moment for you as a woman. Like that is not that, not that like (laughs) your sole purpose in life is to have a baby. Like you have way more purpose than that, but like that is a key component of who you as a woman are. And so Mm -hmm. hearing that story told now with that more, you know, you can call it spiritual mindset or just more serious mindset, like, I'm proud of you. Like, I love you. And now reflecting back, this is like the first time that we've really had like a true reflection moment on this. I mean, we've talked about it, obviously, but like now, like kind of breaking it down and recapping it and talking about like, you are so strong. Like you are a mate. No, look at me. I'm serious. (laughs) Like I'm talking to you right now, not to the microphone. Like that is amazing what you did. And empowering, and I am married to the most amazing woman on this planet. It's also, um, I mean, now knowing, like, what was going to come run us over, like, a short 24 hours later, um, this, like, strength that I was able to feel during delivery literally carried me through and kept me alive the next i mean even until now right till now yeah yeah so it there's a lot of like hindsight like this was incredible and there's actually some tender mercies and some blessings that came from me not having an epidural and we can kind of get into that later as well but just like the fact alone of like me knowing that i could do something like this to then threshold for pain yeah to then to know what I'm capable of to then get me through the hell that was coming our way is was definitely a gift so and not only what you're capable of overcoming but like what you're not capable I think that was important to like (laughs) turn learn too, like to know like hey this isn't just some run-of-the-mill pain that you're experiencing but like like Lissa said we'll talk about that in our next episode but yeah yeah so I'm in the throes like man I was I was in lots of pain um I took a little break in between contractions to run to the bathroom uh run more like waddle slowly so uh headed to the bathroom to just try and empty my bladder a little bit because you had the sensation that you and pee, yeah, right? yeah yeah so i'm like i feel like i might need to pee it had been like maybe a little bit so i go and sit on the toilet at this point we're only what like 45 minutes into like this intense like not even that actually probably 55 i was gonna say 50 55 we're probably like 57 minutes into like the like, start timeline wise intense re- timeline yeah. recap 
twelve thirty was when water broke broke. Like exploded. And now this is probably one twenty, one twenty five. When you decide to go to the bathroom. Yeah. So I get up, I'm in the room, go to the bathroom. Me and midwife follow you in there. Super super private. No privacy. No no privacy here. It's fine. Um so I'm sitting on the toilet just trying to pee. All of the sudden, I am certain I am about to push this baby out on the toilet. And I have no say in the matter. It is all my body's choice. Like, there is no controlling any of you that have given birth without an epidural. You know exactly what I'm talking about. There, my goodness, there was no choice. I was I was pushing her out. And she was going to be born on, <laughs> she was gonna be on born the toilet. Right then and there. And so Thomas and, and Diana are literally squatting down on their hands and knees peeking in the, in the toilet to make sure that i don't push her out well not even necessarily getting ready to catch her not <laughs> making not making sure that you don't push her out we're getting she was getting was ready like, to catch you i was like oh no i don't I have think a choice we, i think we saw hair i think we saw jo- josie's head so anyway so that contraction luckily ends i do not give birth on the toilet and I you had two waddle. on the toilet, right? No, I think it was just a quick one. And then she's like, oh, let's hurry and get back to the bed. So I waddle back to the bed, get back to the bed. Within seconds of me, like, hopping back up on that bed, again, my body was like, we're going to push this baby out right now, and you don't have a choice. But I was all nervous because it happened so fast. And so I was like, wait, am I even ready? Like, I don't want this baby to tear through me. So she's like, well... If you feel like pushing her out, you just go right ahead. So, uh, you know, I uh, my body That's started exactly pushing, what you did. <laughs> and then she was born. <laughs> so it was like Within... unreal. Two or three pushes of me feeling like she was about to come out, and yeah, I was going to say, I was. think two minutes after getting back from the bathroom, so we had a baby. It was just fast, which honestly it was great because that was painful but that hour was fast I'll, I'll be honest like it felt quick um and i will say the actual pushing her out was whew, that was let's just say some fire <laughs> but that was really intense but it was also quick i mean a minute or two and then that was the end of it and she was out that was when i i think the only time when i saw in your eyes major desperation <laughs> Yeah. Like that was like Mama. I had alluded to earlier. There's only like a couple that moments was... of like despair in her eyes. <laughs> that was and this it. was one of them. She was just looking at me and it's so hard. Like, okay, like I'm not trying to take upon like the pain of labor. Let's make that clear. But as a husband, it is excruciating to watch your wife like in this pain. Yeah. Like me, I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll take it from you. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, so I'm just... Yeah. <laughs> You're looking at Drunk me like tears, t- tears in your eyes, looking like the most desperate you've ever looked at me in your life. And all I can say to you is, <laughs> and you know what? That's all I had. Yeah. Tarzan, man. That's so yeah, so I pushed her out. Thomas. I pushed her out though, and the relief was instant. It was fantastic. I felt great i was and i seriously was like over and over i was like i can't believe i just did that i was like i just did that like wow and that's what i'm talking about like the empowering feeling (laughs) i can't believe that just happened that is a moment that like i feel like i will look back on your life and be like that was one of the times where i just saw you feeling the most empowered that you've ever felt before not because you were like at your strongest point 
physically per se, because mm-hmm. you could argue that you were like on the weaker <laughs> end of the spectrum of your physical strength, but like mentally, mentally and just like your general aura, <laughs> like you were just like, yeah, like I just, I just did, that. did that. It was awesome. Heck yeah, yeah. It was honestly, it was awesome, and it was so beautiful to yeah. see that empowerment. Yeah, it was awesome. And honestly, Thomas, I even I I like to read through my uh, medical notes and charts, and that will be something we can chat about. But even like in the notes, my midwife like made a comment about how like I have a very supportive husband. Oh, I forgot about that. And so it's so true. He was seriously incredible. He made Um, the most amazing gorilla sounds ever. (laughs) So if you need husbands or part or whatever, if you're gonna be in there with your best friend having a baby if you need any tips um this guy's the best go watch tarzan but <laughs> that's all that's all you gotta do really we needed a recording it was so, <laughs> so i uh, lay down i just am snuggling this sweet baby she's perfect um perfectly healthy so good she i was crying but like not just screaming crying. bloody murder yeah, just like she was just pretty chill. enough crying to like help us feel comfortable like good her lungs yeah, are working but was, not so loud that we're like oh my gosh are you in pain? yeah she was great so i just i laid there and i just was like in shock and awe of this perfect little baby because she was born so fast her head was perfectly round it had and zero and cone to yeah it she had dark hair and just it was just amazing and the teamwork that thomas and i had like it was just honestly incredible um and so i yeah just laid there snuggled her i was certain i had ripped right through everything after that unmedicated delivery but i didn't have a scratch on me honestly i the delivery the birth it was perfect textbook perfect i like i pushed her out without needing anything i didn't have an iv of any medications in me like literally I just birthed the baby and cord nature, was fine. No yeah, wrapping. Like everything placenta was, came out. No, yeah. This was the first of our three kids that I decided to look at the placenta. Yeah, that was fascinating. I have never looked at the placenta before out of fear that I would feel nauseous and pass out and not be present like yeah. there in that moment. But I was feeling good and I looked at it and I was like, wow, that is fascinating. Like that grew to like nourish our babies oh, so crazy. wild but yeah that's how aware with it i uh-huh. i mean not i'm you not were... at all gonna make this about me but no, as far as like incredible. my health goes your like clarity, yeah, i was mind. very present too yeah like out of the three births i feel like this one was the most clear i mm-hmm. think our first was the second and then our middle child i feel like it was, was like the least it was just a whirlwind yeah. but like this one i was like totally we there, were both we chatting both... with the midwife after like discussing the placenta yeah. and how it works like she was showing parts of it to yeah. us and like i feel like we both were very like mentally clear like we were just very present present with each other present with our baby like it was just incredible so um, so she was born at one twenty-eight a.m. on March 31st. And just almost. sorry, one more thing about oh. that mental clarity. Oh, like, yeah. I feel like leading up to this, too, like, I feel like we're in one of our more healthy mental yeah. states. We were working out really of the hard three to prepare for kids this. that we've had. I feel like yeah. this pregnancy was the most mentally sound that, at yeah. least speaking from my perspective, yeah, no, like, absolutely. I was the most mentally sound through this one. Because it wasn't good two times before very, and so very well we, prepared this time we worked really hard like we we had to put in a lot of effort to be this mentally and physically like ready for this yeah um which again ended up being a huge the, tender mercy 
So, yeah, I just, I mean, she was born almost exactly an hour after my water exploded. So a very fast, intense hour. Um, she nursed perfectly. Oh, she, that was crazy. She, she like, literally did the climbed. Crawl. Yeah. She did the climb. Like, she was laying <laughs> on was Alyssa's, unreal. like, chest like upper stomach, I yeah. guess. And she just kind of like climbed to meandered, find some climb, inchwormed up to like Alyssa's breast and just crazy thing I've on. ever seen. Yeah, so. we can edit out that latch noise I just made. <laughs> <laughs> so she, yeah. So she just, it was perfect. The nurses were like, wow. Like it was just, I mean, like, honestly, everything out of textbook, about literally. this was just perfection. And I don't think I would necessarily, say that so much in the story because not everybody's story is like that but the reason i feel like i emphasize it is because what happens next do, do, do. so i feel like that's why it's like yes it was so perfect it was so smooth like Which we all were so mercy. healthy and so strong and i was so healthy like even again in my notes it's like um the note was like should expect a completely routine um recovery like everything was just perfect and we got moved to recovery it was a long night because you know she was born at 1 30 and then you know skin to skin for till 2 30 3 30 yeah we got there at like three and then the nurses and so i didn't finally start to sleep until maybe like 5 a.m like we were i was up just all night long because then you know she wanted to eat a few more times and blood draws and whatnot so that first night i mean i really didn't sleep um and the next day again was just snuggles and we were just soaking it all in we had made the decision um to just stay in the hospital for 24 hours which is ironic um because it ended up being much longer than that so we we had decided beforehand we just want to do 24 hours we weren't going to really have anyone come visit us. We just wanted to soak it up, let us take some naps, let and me kind of... And get home ASAP. Yeah, have some recovery time, and then just get home to our boys. Um, so that next day, we really just slept and ate and snuggled and slept, and she nursed, and we just really relaxed. And it was honestly a, a good, calm day. Nothing crazy. Baby was perfect. She was nursing perfectly. Like, everything was just so good. You were able to be present and just snuggle her. read a book. Yeah, you read. I just... Yeah, it was honestly a really good day. Um, And this birth story um, is something that now, here we are, three and a half months later, that has been, like, the ultimate strength and um, continual uh, reassurance that you know, good things are here and have been a part of our life. Um, our sweet baby is such like a light and she is perfection and we're so, so grateful for her. Um, and this whole experience with her delivery has been such a blessing, um, to give a small snippet. So she was born again, one thirty, March 31st, around 2 AM on April 1st. 24 hours after her 20 like literally almost exactly 24 hours after she was born i woke up in the middle of the night in intense pain and i couldn't stop shivering um but i did not have a fever so we just thought i was cold and some pain um and then things went downhill very very quickly (laughs) from there 
So we do want to chat more about that, but we were really excited to talk about this positive thing. And the last three months have been hard to say the least. And so we were excited to talk about this really happy, positive, light filled day that we had with our sweet baby and with each other. Yeah. Once you begin labor on the 30th evening, pretty much the next 24 hours that was a great 24 hours so hard and painful but in like its own way so but good very sacred yeah. tender very memorable yeah bonding for mm-hmm. i feel like our marriage and yeah. with our daughter and i think that was a huge blessing to fall back on and be a rock for what was coming and what we'll we'll talk about on our next episode here love the nelsons